that uh oh i think we're live we are live mm. this would be morning yo in the afternoon welcome 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 i made a special exception for my friend because i love him he's a really good friend but he does not wake up early and he was like hold on what craig i'll put you on you trying to what craig what oh i'm sorry i thought we were talking already go ahead oh no i had intro. I was gonna say I love you too, bro. And I, I, it's hard for me to get up early. Okay, I know. it's hard. He was like, I was like, can you do it at nine? He was like, yeah, about eleven thirty. He goes, but it's for a good reason. I started working out. So you started working out. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Joe Rogan's full of shit, man. It sucks. It's like why'd heavy you and it hurts, and then you're sore. Why'd you Why'd you start working out though? Seriously, I gained. You want to get muscles and stuff like that? No, I gained the, the quarantine 15, which was more like 20 for me. I did it. I did it. Just to sleep. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, but then I got COVID, and then I lost the <laughs> the 15. So. Oh, but but the, so you got COVID. How was your experience? It wasn't that bad. Okay. Uh, I had the five days of hell. I then got the flu. Now, hang on, Craig. What's your hell? You say five days. What's your hell? I was just weak and achy. Um, I could breathe though. It, it it definitely the shortness of breath was psychological. Like it wasn't hindering my life, scare uh, scaring me enough to where I should go to the hospital. But all of a sudden, I'd be sitting down on the couch and then just go, <gasps> and then I'd yeah. be like, "Whoa, that's not normal." And then because of the news and the media and everything, of course, I was just so scared. I was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna get me." Um, but then it went away pretty quickly, but yeah, and then, but it did go through your family a little bit, right? Is everybody okay? No, uh, we lost an uncle, uncle Gilbert Ariano. Yeah. He passed from COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man. I'm so sorry, bro. Yeah. It's pretty awful. Uh, yeah. But everyone else survived. <laughs> Fuck. It, did it all happen at that one dinner? No, that, uh, I remember you telling me about a dinner you went to or something and that's how you think you got it. I actually did not get it. I got it later. Like I was a month month later to the COVID party. Um, uh, I actually don't know how I got it, but because, because, because I was quarantining unless it was from target or trader Joe's, I don't know where I got it. Cause at that particular moment, I was pretty locked down when I got it. Yeah, Man, yeah. I'm so sorry for your loss. And and, and what's, what's tough about it right now is you can't even celebrate their lives in the right way. No, it hasn't even like fully hit my family just because, I mean, of course it hit us, of course, but not, you know, we can't hang out and do anything together. So, it, you know, you know, on family vacations, there's just going to be an empty hole in our heart. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Michael. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm just, I, but, well, no, you know what? We've it's real seen, life. It's life. It's real life. But we awful, see but all true. the death toll going up. You know, it's over 520,000 people. And I've actually, you know, I talked to people, a lot of people that's been through COVID, but they haven't lost someone to COVID. So that's why I'm interested. Like, and this is my last question on how was the funeral? Did y'all even get to do one or was no, it? Just uh, thank God for nurses. Nurses. Yeah. I don't even know if it's part of their practice, but a nurse brought a iPad and we got to do a Zoom. 
uh, say our goodbyes. But other than that, I don't, I don't even know if it was the hospital. I think it was just the nurse because she's a fucking angel. Yeah. But yeah, so we did that. But uh, we're going to do it later when we open up and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Are you getting the vaccine or are you no. going to hold off? Because you just got it. I just have, I had COVID and I, I don't trust uh, corporations that can profit but cannot be sued. Yeah. Okay. No, I got you. I you know got what I mean? You. I'm just saying, if you're going to make money off me, if you fuck me up, I should be able to make money off you. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. That's what I'm okay. saying. Well, um, well, I took that shot. I got my first one a couple of days ago. So, yeah, I mean, it's fine. My family has it too. You know, I, I'm a big, I mean, I, I believe in your right to get the shot, and I believe yeah, in my right to not get the shot. That's and, how I stand on it, and and that's how I stand on everybody. Like you could choose whatever you want, you know. Like that. That's my thing is I don't think anybody should be like, oh, you're not gonna get the shot, because eventually enough people will get the shot where it will yeah. balance out. But look, you know, for the weaker people, and I, I guess I fit in that category because I almost died. I think I almost died because they didn't know how to treat it. Yeah. Because it was so like they didn't know what they were doing when I was in the hospital, but now they got a better grasp on it. So you know, and uh, I, and, go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't want to say like I'm not I I'm not anti-vax. I'm yeah. fine with it. I'm just young. I'm not asthmatic. I'm not diabetic. Yeah, I'm not obese, and I just had it. I'm like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna well, yeah, wait. you don't want to put anything else into your system right it's now. Like, what? Why would I need that? It's probably gonna fuck me up because I am have low immune system because I just had. Yeah, it. I don't know. Uh, when you're in the gym, because I can't picture you in a gym. When you're in the gym, like, what do you work out? Like, what is Craig's workout? It's a shit show, bro. Well, I have a personal <laughs> trainer, or my buddy. <laughs> yeah, you, you gonna you gonna leave it up to me? I'll be doing a little pink. So you, wait a minute. You got a you got a personal trainer now for weightlifting? Well, yeah, he owns a little a gym, and it's just uh, actually because of COVID, he I think he just started doing like one on ones, you know? Okay. And then uh, yeah, it's kettlebells, and he's got me doing all sorts of weird shit, and I'm uncoordinated, and I'm weak, and it's like hard, and I'm sore. Um, but it helps for sure. I and I I could hit it harder. I. I but uh, it's definitely I've lost weight and gained some muscle. Oh, look at you. Look at you. And then I see you always going to the chiropractor as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Just snap. Where do you where are you living at right now? I don't not the exactly, but is it I live by the beach, Hermosa but, Beach, South Bay. Uh, so you live by Comedy and Magic kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so nice over there. I bro. love the area. It's the best. Isn't it great to just get out of Hollywood? I was, I, you did it first, and I was like, "Oh, I know. you were, you were like that, dude." Gone, coming, poof. Oh, you were so smart. You're ahead of the game. I joined you like five months later, and I still dude. got out early. There's still people in there. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" You I'm telling doing? you, homeless is everywhere there, and it's, it's just, it's just people on top of people. And once I heard you move to the beat, it's just. Like the thing is, if you live in California, you need to enjoy it. And being in Hollywood is not enjoying it. You know, it's just a bad way to live, to tell you the it's truth. Too con you got to be a millionaire to enjoy yeah. it. Let's be real. Everything's expensive. You got to be rich. If you ain't rich, it's kind of a struggle. I was an artist hustling, so it's a little bit different. I kind of had to be there. But now that it's shut down, I don't, I don't have to yeah. be there anymore.
Now, now, how are you going to handle when it opens back up, making those long drives every night to the that's improv? Been stuck. Yeah, because uh, that's I'm a lucky. good that's a good forty minute drive, especially when things start back up. Oh, it's, it's fair longer. minimum forty five minutes. Yeah, that's a good that's a good drive. Yeah, an hour and a half is a bad drive. Uh, yeah, it's going to suck. I'll deal with that as it comes. I'm not too worried about it because I, I get shows now and I don't have to hang out so much and it's at night and traffic dies down at night. Um, but yeah, it, it already is getting a little old. Like I did a podcast in the Valley at five. It took me an hour and a half to get there. I was like, Oh, Oh, the worst. Oh, so, so what is the most unique show or, I don't want to say worse, but what is a show that you walked away from during this pandemic? It was like, I'm never doing that again. Uh, Zoom shows that I continually say yes to. I did one right before this. How was it? Awful. (laughs) (laughs) It's just awful. For the the people that, you know, everybody knows Zoom, but how is it for you as a comedian doing Zoom? And what was so bad for it so people can really understand? Uh, well, this particular one, the audience was uh, audience was muted, so I heard nothing. Ugh. And then my internet uh, crapped out. It just, you know, when your system reboots during mid set, so I had to do it on my phone. So then I was only performing to my face, not the gallery view. So at least you could see faces smiling. So because of that technical difficulty, which happens every so often, I'm now performing to my face with no <laughs> laughter. So why didn't who put this show on? Well, this was a good one, and and this is why I keep saying yes. This was for a rehab. Uh, oh, okay, got you. Okay, I always do those, but I I can't do. I stopped doing like public ones, which just ten to eighty people or whatever, and yeah. just feedback and noise and chaos. You're like, what am I doing here? I'm yelling at people in their living room in Iowa just mute their screen because I can hear them eating dinner. You yeah. Know? You're just like, I, I did three zoom shows, but luckily they were very organized. So it worked out pretty good, but it, it's, I I've heard nightmare stories about, about zoom. 2% of them are organized. Uh, yeah. Those are okay. The rest gots to go. They so, gotta go. So now I see you're uh, headlining everywhere. You're doing a lot of headlining. How does it feel to start at Trader Joe's, lose your job at Trader Joe's, go, I'm 100% into comedy, and now you're actually fucking doing it, bro? Headline in the middle, bro. Headline in the middle. Okay, everybody. It's the best feeling in the goddamn world. Michael Yo is the best, as we all know, because he (laughs) always took me on the road with him. I did. When I was working at Trader Joe's, when I was fired from Trader Joe's, and then when I did JFL and got managers, he took me and I and and the joke headline in the middle. I posted a flyer that didn't have him on it, but I didn't know that I didn't know I didn't know. I stick with my answer because that. Anyways, I was trying to headline and not be known as a feature. I didn't know the etiquette. Anyways, uh, bad move. <laughs> I got made fun of by everybody. Everybody, <laughs> Ian Edwards. Uh, Lenochi, all of them, they did me up like, hey, uh, so you headlining now? I was like, I'm, I, I'm like, yeah, in the middle. I'm headlining in the middle. <laughs> That's where the bit comes from. Everyone gave me shit for that. I was like, I didn't know. You know it that. Was it, it was, was great. It was great. I know anyways. you didn't know. That's why, and see, that's the thing. That's why I made fun of you because I know you didn't know and it was from love because I was like, he doesn't know, but I'm going to make fun of him. So it, it was Thank pretty you. fun. 
But now you're making flyers and you are headliner. I, I am the headliner. Not in the middle. Yeah, it's the best feeling. Also, I see flyers with other people doing it, and I go, oh, I get it. Like, that's yes. it. <laughs> yeah. You ain't the headliner, fool. <laughs> you in the middle. You in the, the whole headliner. world think you are, though. <laughs> so so do you uh, – now, do you stress out about ticket sales now? Since Absolutely. You're that's a different kind of pressure. It's I hate a, it, it is, man. My heart. There's so much. You got to do some new material. You, you got to do some old shit. Some of them want old shit. You got to sell tickets. You got to go on last. They're drunk. There's the check drop. Oh. The check drop is so hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends which room you are. Like, a piece of advice, if you can, uh, if you're cool with a manager, if they stagger the checks, it helps a lot better. Yeah. When they drop all at once... Oh, dude, you, I don't care who you are. You lose the room. You lose. You know what room. I mean? You lose yeah. the room. I'm learning about tricks, though. Like, Burt Kreischer, I heard, plays a game with it. He collects ones and, and does a raffle and, like, gives it to a server, you know, and, like, makes it an event. And I was like, what? I need to learn that trick. Or I'll you talk. can do what Brian Regan does. He <laughs> he brings his brother or a comic out, and they do seven minutes up front. He does the hour. And then they do the check drop. Wow. Because That's his whole thing, this is this is what I heard. Because his whole thing is, I've worked too hard to deal with check drops. You know, I, and plus he's doing auditoriums. But even in clubs, like bigger clubs, I've heard of comics bringing like a person uh, that would do 10 up front. They do an hour or 50 minutes or whatever they do. And then they drop the checks after he gets off. So the other comic has to perform or play games or do whatever during and it kind of makes sense i'm though. gonna do that as soon as it, i heard that i was like that's genius i don't want that shit but anymore doesn't make, <laughs> but doesn't it make sense like you work too hard to be the one taking tech jobs to get the but hardest at the same, spot but at the same time a lot of people say they want to be the last person the the audience sees when they say good night yeah i do understand that but you're not the last person because still the host comes out anyway and says good night everybody yeah. and all that. So I've always wanted to do it, but what comic is going to come with you to just do check drops? I, there's a million of them. There's soldiers out there. They'll do anything. They're like cockroaches. You can get anybody, <laughs> whether you like them or not, is another story. Oh, the I, caliber you know, man, of them. Yeah, you only travel with people I love. Yeah. If you got any uh, questions for me or Craig, just hit us up. Just hit us up. What's popping, my uh, Oh, Lamar Parker. This dude's doing a fast for 40 days. There's no way I could do that. I'm sugar-free, though. I'm sugar-free. Oh, I eat a lot of sugar. I, I w I've been sugar-free since January 1, and, and it's March 11. So in three months, three, two mo three months and 11 days, I've eaten sugar four times. And it's a game-changer, right? Dude. You're just I better. Great. I, I know. lost 20 pounds. I, like, I feel amazing. Cancer. It's just awful. It's just this well. That's what that's what changed the game on me. Is I was watching TV and a doctor said, if you have anything wrong with you when you eat sugar, it's like adding fuel. It's like giving it fuel, and it just goes faster. So I was like, if anything's wrong with me, I wanted to go slower so I can catch this shit. So I took out sugar, and after the fourth day, I, I don't even crave it anymore. You know, it's weird how you can just lose the craving for stuff. That's but, the craziest part. Like once you get used to it, like with me with the drugs and shit i'm yeah. sober now i'm like you I, i'm like i'm on autopilot now you just get used to it it's just that was just different how do you and, 
how do you stay away from stuff though? Because you look, we're in an industry where it's all around. (laughs) Sure. So, so is that what you, instead of drugs, you do sugar and then comedy, Uh, sugar, comedy, coffee. Okay. You just abuse other stuff. And most addicts, 95% of them just go to donuts and candy. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. A lot of people gain a lot of weight when they quit, but then a lot of people lose a lot of weight because they're not drinking and, and, you know, it's it just depends on who you are but yeah uh, most 98 percent of people who are sober drink too much caffeine and eat too much sugar but it's still better than the other bullshit but it's still awful so you're just like oh you're like can i have any vice (laughs) you know oh it's it's i know it's sometimes like this morning my wife eats healthy now here's what's interesting is when you have a family craig like if your wife, like now my wife is kind of taking my lead. She eats sugar here and there, but she's living a better lifestyle now. And this morning she made toast and I hardly ever eat toast, but I was like, you know what? I haven't had a piece of toast and whatever. And it's all about moderation. I say, give me half of a piece of toast. And it was the most delicious thing I ever had in my yeah. life. Yeah. And then but it was Ezekiel bread from Trader Joe's. I love so Ezekiel. You know I got it. That's the only one to get. Sprouted ancient grains, not bleached flour. Why do we yeah. bleach flour? What's going on with that in food industry? I love Wait, it. I was going to ask you. So my mind is, it's like, I still want to live life. I know I should quit sugar. You don't What's need to up? quit it. Just cut it back. I was going to say, I actually have because of COVID. My girl was like, no more sugar because that's all I wanted. But uh, like, what's like a happy medium? Like, are you allowed like ice cream? Sun- I don't know if I can give up ice cream. If you had Ben and Jerry, you know what I mean? On a Sunday. Yeah, I, just- you know what I do is once a month, once a month. Well, I do it on like I, my first month, February 1st, I had sugar. And I ate so much sugar that day. I was sick. So it made me not want to eat sugar for another month. Uh, but my Valentine's Day, uh, me and my wife had a private dinner. We did a dinner and they brought out dessert. So I had it there. So that was two times I had um, sugar in that month. And then I had it March 1st. So that's four times I've had sugar. So uh, d- what I get is normally like whatever's out there, like whatever my wife wants, because she loves these crumble cookies out here. And I, I'll i do that with her. Like I'm a cookie you, guy, but I don't know. really... I was just going to say, you just do whatever. You're breaking your... You better get an $8 chocolate tier chef. But the, the only thing I really love is pecan pie. Okay. You know? But I, there's no nobody that makes a good pecan pie except my uh, wife's mother. That make, My mother-in-law makes a phenomenal pecan pie. It's like literally, I tell her every day she should sell them. They're I'll so good. My mom and my aunt make you some. But yeah, it is hard to find a good pecan pie. Yeah. Have you been, have you, uh, you were just in Minneapolis, right? Mm-hmm. How was that? It was awesome. Yeah. All, uh, six for six. Usually I have one stinker where there's like hardly anyone, uh, but not, not this time. Yeah. Sold two out, but you know, it's COVID capacities. So yeah, it's not, a, it's still, still cool. Still a win and it feels good, but it's, uh, I don't even know. I believe, what are they at? 30, 40%. Are you, are you, uh, I mean, and your merch must be just flying. Merch is awesome. God bless merch. Lucy goosey right here. Bam. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I just stand out there and shake hands and sell merch. For the first time I did Phoenix because what I've been doing is popping on a bunch of people's shows to just, uh, feature just to get up. Cause I'm working on this new special. I want to get out. 
And I headline as well, but I like jumping on people's show where there's no responsibility. And I jumped on with Eric Griffin in Phoenix and he let me sell merch. So I was like, I got the shots. I'm good. And man, people were, it was like, damn, people just buying everything now because they haven't spent out, money in forever. Yeah. And if you're out there and they just saw you and you made them laugh and it's just the best, like, uh, you know, I watched Joe Coy and what he did and you yep. got to meet your fans. You got to shake hands, you know. They're the reason. Well, you don't need to shake hands, Craig. Are you shaking hands? No. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, I wash them afterwards. Oh, know? okay, okay. I, I'm i elbow dabs. That's all I do yeah. is the elbows. There's, I'm all about the elbows. Yeah, any t- fist pumps, elbows. I don't think bow, I'll ever. Whatever, you know. <laughs> Something polite. I don't know. That's I don't good. think I'll ever shake another person's hand, bro. Yeah, I I be I've been doing that. I don't give. A I shit. do the man hugs, but but not recently. But I can't see me just going. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm done with it. That's just me. I don't know. I don't think we need that anymore. Ah. Craig. You know, I, <laughs> so you know, I'm ah, becoming an old man. Ah. Nah, get it out of here. Get, I like. Get it out again. Of here. I'm old school. I I'm, I'm older school. Than <laughs> I'm old school. I'm old school, Michael. Let me oh, tell whatever. you about the. Get it out let me of tell here, you about bro. the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, bitch. I came up in the '80s. '80s, man. <laughs> I remember. I remember. What was it, man? I was in like 20. It was like 2010 or something. I was dating a girl, and she. My wife is 12 years younger than me, so this girl was like probably like. 12 or 10 years younger than me, and this is what I. <laughs> you know. You'll date somebody and then just automatically they weren't born in your decade. I go, yeah, I want to hear some old school music. She goes, oh, my God, Nelly is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I want to rock him. I know. I know. KRS one. What are you doing? (laughs) 90s old old school. school? What's your old school? Oh, my God. Public Enemy. Oh, uh, yeah. LL Cool J. Um, You had Jay-Z. Tupac, Biggie, you had Rock, uh, Rakim, you had, oh my God, uh, Leaders of the New School, Tribe yeah. Conquest, De La Soul. That's what I came up with. That's what I did too. Because I'm, I'm dude. As you know, I'm half Mexican. I know yeah. I'm white as shit. But my Mexican side, I, my sisters is five and seven years older than my cousins are like eight, nine, ten years older. Uh-huh. And so they're just giving me this gold. I started oh. out the gate with like Wu Tang and Tupac. And yeah. growing up was like too short. Um, <laughs> yes. Freaking uh, the candy man melts melt in jam. your mouth, not in your hand. Remember that yeah. one? Ooh, uh-huh. boy. Uh, all that shit. Debbie Deb, freaking yep. Connie, all that old school shit. Oh, my Art LeBeau's greatest hits. Remember that shit? De- that was man, the West Coast thing. I'm not sure if it went. We're sounding like two old men on a yeah. porch right now. <laughs> I missed that, though. It was better. It was so good. Get this one so direction good. out of here. What? <laughs> I want yeah. Debbie Gibson. I want the first Britney Spears. Remember Debbie Gibson? No, I remember Debbie Gibson, man. Yeah. You know, you know. Have you ever heard of a group called? And I hope you have. Uh, it was called New Edition. Of course. Come on, Bell, Bib, Debole, uh, Bobby Brown. Yep. Come okay. on, man. You know what they came from, right? You know, you know how that all happened, right? So New Edition was formed. They did really well. Then the manager of New Edition goes. Look, there's only a because this was 20, 30 years ago. Goes, there's only a certain, um, there's only a certain of like fame they can reach. They only can reach it because they're black. So he goes, I need to do this with some white dudes. 
The same manager. Guess who he made? Backstreet Boys? New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block? Oh, yeah. It was Damn. Yeah. And now, and now you see, like, I mean, he's like, these black kids, they only can go so far because they're black. If I do it with these white kids, they'll blow up. And so he, he did New Edition, blew them up, and then he went to New Kids on the Block. And, and like Crazy. he said, you know, because of race, it was only a certain level like New Edition could get to. But New Kids on the Block kicked the door in. I had no idea. That's you see? You're Elvis learning all shit. over again. Elvis all over again. He's still the yeah. music. I do want to bring up something sad. We lost a friend recently. Oh, shit. Yeah, I could talk about it now. Oh, boy. Man. Ugh. Eric Myers. Um, look, we all know he had demons. He faced a lot of things in his life. One of the funniest guys in the game. When he was on, he was on. Yeah. Um, when I heard, it was the weirdest thing when I heard about it. Because I didn't know how it happened. But the first thing you think is, yeah. You know, it, it wasn't a shock. It was more like, yeah. I, I was then, go ahead. actually relieved. I was actually yeah. relieved. A part of me was like, oh, you're finally at peace. You can rest, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading about the story. And it's just the story I read. And I don't know if it's true, but it, walking down the freeway at 6 a.m.? Is yeah. that what you heard? He got hit by a truck uh, walking uh, down the highway. It was dark. Truck driver didn't see him. It's ruled a complete accident. He's gone. Yeah. <sighs> Tell me a good memory with you and Eric. Oh, this is a good, good dark one. It's just popped right in. Um, so he used to have troubles with alcohol and would relapse mm -hmm. a lot. And I would be there for him and pick him up from the hospital or wherever he was. And one time I picked him up and I was like, Eric, you smell like piss. And he just looked at me. He's like, I know. <laughs> and we just fucking laughed. We just laughed. Uh, I, I saw him. I, I, I posted this recently, but I, this guy could murder like I, Unless you saw it, it was yeah. unreal. It was like old school Pablo, old school Dane yeah. Cook. Like it blew the room up. You, it just shook the walls. Yeah. I, and I saw him tap out an audience at the Ontario Improv, sold out. He's headlining, does like 45, and they're like, stop. They're telling, but like a lot, like most of them, like, I can't, I can't. And I've never seen any, I've never seen anything like that. And I've seen them all. Pretty much the most. I've seen Chappelle, Hart, Rock. Yeah. Uh, you know, we hang at the comics store. You just see greatness all the time. They're always dropping in. And he did things where you're just like, fuck. And that's part of me what, what like makes it extra sad. It was like, it was such a, your talent, you should have been a, yeah. famous. You should have been yeah. doing theaters. Yeah. You should have been like Joe Coy and 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 Ron White and 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 you know you were that caliber. You just couldn't get your demons in order. Yeah, yeah. It's sad, man. I remember, yeah. I remember him doing a bunch of hot mess shows when I was doing that early, taking a bunch of comedians. Yeah. I met him in Florida back in the day, and the dude would just murder. And I was yeah. like, oh, dude, you got to roll, you got to roll. And then you know, as you learn more about him. He would kind of disappear for a couple of months. Then he would be back on the scene, disappear for like yeah. five, six months. And I was like, if this dude could just put it together. Imagine like, the really, momentum. 
Oh, he had to reset every six months. Every to a year. six months, he had to reset. And, and, and was, yeah. you know, you know, I was talking to some friends, and I was like, after he got so much love after he passed away on social media, I go, I wish you could have seen this. But then it hit me that he did see it because so many people tried to help him. Yeah. You know, he did see the love. You know what I mean? Where I feel like if you have your shit together and then all of a sudden people don't reach out and show love to people that have shit together. No. You know? (laughs) No, because they're like, oh, he's doing fine. And then if they die, everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe he died. Yeah. But since he was always in this state of in and out, I feel that he really saw people that loved him step up for him. And he saw it all throughout his life. You know what I mean? So that yeah. made, that gave me comfort in knowing, like, he did see it. He did see love. He did. I just think he struggled with accepting it. Or, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was something. It was something. Something heavy. Yeah, man. But, uh, oh, it's sad. Yeah. And, and a lot of people during this pandemic, just sad. You know, like, I've known a couple of people just commit suicide. It's, like, tough. It's really tough. Yeah, right it's fucking hard. It's hard, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we lost a bunch of comics and, you know, people like Jeff Scott. And yeah. just, uh, it's just crazy. It's just, yeah, we're just coming back. And it's, yeah, like, it, you just hope, you just kind of wish, like, dude, y'all went through so much during this pandemic. If you only could have waited like another six months when things are, you know, maybe yeah. it would have been different. Maybe. Maybe, but you never know. You never know. Uh, so what do you got going on next? Where are you off to, Craig? Uh, April 8th and 9th. April, hang on. Got my calendar right here. I'm oh, you got a calendar I it on the, the wall. April 8th and 9th, San Antonio, baby. Woo. Oh, is that, what's the name of that club? LOL? Uh, Big Laugh it? Comedy Club. I, I'm not doing LOL. It's uh, at the Rock Box. I take the a link in my bio. It's on my website. Uh, I've been doing Swipe Uppies. Swipe Uppies. I gotta San Antonio, start. you gotta do the swipe up. You I'm gonna do, because of you, I'm gonna do a swipe up. I'm, oh, let me, let me put my little banner up here for the people in the back. St. Louis, March 25th, 27th, Funny Bone. Nice. It's going down. Nice. It's gonna be a great show. Uh, last time I was there, it sold out all the shows, but this time reduced capacity. So it's gonna sell out again. I just don't know, like, you never know what you're gonna get when you go into a club. If that city's scared to go, if they're not, if they're vaccinated, if they're not, I don't know where people stand. So do you feel, cause when everything was open, you felt pressure of selling. Do you feel that same pressure now since it's COVID? Because I never really got to experience both, but I know that COVID gives me a little ease because, yeah. you know, I sold two out because of the capacity rules, you know, so I'm enjoying it. Um, and I think no matter where you go, there's going to be people that are frustrated and just like, I just yeah. need to get out of the house. And I yeah. think that's going to help uh, sales across the board for at all levels because people are just tired. They want to go do shit. They've been locked up. Well, speaking about doing shit, what you doing today? Anything fun? I have my podcast after this. And, and uh, tell everybody the name of it. Community service. Yeah, thank you. I'm back. Yeah, that, come on, man. Head. I'm doing Community your job. service is Craig Conan. Michael Yo is on the pod. He makes fun of me for like 30 minutes for headlines in the middle. It was right when it happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, community service is Craig Conan. I had Bill Burr. I had Michael Yo and me. Now, that's, a, that's what I wanted to ask. How'd you get Bill Burr? He likes me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I tell you, I've always wanted to be friends with Bill Burr, but I get so awkward around him. I'm still nervous and scared. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love him. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. I, I, it's one of those dudes where I look at it and go, I want to be friends, but I probably couldn't bring anything because I don't drink. I don't smoke cigars. The only thing we could talk about is kids. I'm not aggressive. Oh, yeah. like he him. loves his kids. He's a family man. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why he likes me. He sees me w- with my niece and nephew. But he saw my, uh, on the internet, not even in real life. That's how it happened. Isn't that crazy? What do you mean my on the role. internet? He saw my stand-up on the internet. Oh, really? I'd done like 10 shows with him. He never saw me live. And then he sees my shit floating on the internet. I'm like, what? That's how. And, did, and, and that's how, he, did he reach out to you after that? Or well, what? yeah, because then I ran into him. And he's like, I've seen you around, you know, for five years. I just didn't know you were funny. And then he's like, you're a weirdo. And I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> you want to do my, did, did you go, do you want to do my podcast? No, I did that later, you know, like way later. Did I ever tell you my Bill Burr story? Uh-uh. Dude, so we do South Beach Comedy Festival. He sells out the main arena. I'm in the, they have a main arena and a side arena. I'm in the side arena, like a 600 seater. So we're both sold out. But my show ends like 15 minutes before his start. So, but we share a hallway and my green room is on one side and his green room is on the other side. So I walk around the corner off, I get off stage and he sees me and he's standing in front of his door, right? And this was the beginning of the year. I forgot what year, but like probably January 1st or second, or whatever. So he's working on his new set for the year. So he's in his head, right? And I walk by, he looks up and goes, eh, Michael, yo, uh, yeah, 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 I, I know you from TV. <laughs> and, I, and, and I look at, and I'm like, oh my, in my head, I'm like, this fucking Bill, Bill Burr, Bill Burr. And I go, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he looks at me, he looks at me and goes, all right, and walks back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's the nicest. He's the- and then, but then, then, then after his show, I'm still, I'm like, oh, maybe I can catch him, make it up or something. So then his green room is packed with people, athletes, all type of people. I, I even know some of the people, but, and I walked by and I could hear that Sarah McLaughlin, I will. Yeah. And I'm like, they're all partying. My room is right across and I'm just sitting there <laughs> watching <laughs> because I screwed up. I, I literally froze and went, hi. 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 Well, he's intimidating just because we look up to him and respect yeah. him. But in reality, he's the nicest dude ever. And he he's just, he's has all he, what he has because he's he's just the dopest. He did SNL and then my podcast. I mean, come on. Like, yeah, that guy's the best. The best. All right, bro. Well, I got to run. Uh, I love you, man. I Keep love you, killing too, it. bro. Thank and you. I want to be on your com- next time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to be on your community podcast when I'm in. I'm on down in human form. I don't do this. You got to come visit me. You got to shake my hand. You got to shake no, my hand. I'm not your fucking hand at all. <laughs> you got to shake my hand. This is my I love shit. you, man. Thank you. Love you. I'll talk to we'll you do, soon. We'll do a bow. I do. I do have the antibodies. If there's ever a time to do it, it's right now. It's so right now. I got I'll, Mother Nature's vaccine. You're doing Tammy's show this weekend. Yeah, Saturday. I'm doing it next weekend. So I will be there next Friday. So maybe we can do something Friday or Saturday. Let me know. I'll make my producer call him sick to Trader Joe's. (laughs) That's not a joke. All right, bro. All right, peace.